I love the resilience of the human mind. <laughs> Our willpower is astonishing. The Against all odds, you guys we stop will and we're like, No. Do you want to tell the listeners what we what we Why did my last voice time? is so deep? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last night, my roommate Noni invited me to a show. The show in question. I don't even know what to what to describe it as. We bought tickets to enter a venue to watch a musical performance of sorts. Mm-hmm. The performance in question was a DJ set, right? Mm-hmm. Unknown DJ, but they were playing throwback Disney songs from the mm-hmm. 90s and 2000s. Everything and from like- DCOM originals to Jonas Brothers music to Mulan. Like Frozen. That's Mary a Raven theme song. Like, Cheetah Girls. Right. High School Musical. It was so, the most fever dream experience I've had in a very long time. Because mm-hmm. it was 21 and up too. Because we pre-gamed and then showed up and then I had a beer. But by the time, by the end of the Mm-hmm. time that we were there i was just like disassociating really bad i was just watching like, the movies <laughs> where the fuck am i what is this what's going on you I, better shut like you mean it <laughs> <laughs> i left and i texted my boyfriend i'm so sorry i'm a theater kid and he was like what because it was a lot of people that came there to be seen okay the, the other thing that was funny is like the DJs like let people go up on stage. Right. No regulation. Anyone could go up there. No one Anyone got called. could just go up. And they did. <laughs> and people went up there and it was like, it made me realize I was like, oh, like this is what this is. It's like your millennial friends are like, hey, come over. We're going to have a movie night. Let's like drink wine and watch Disney movies. It yeah. was that. But like 500 of those people. Uh-huh. And like, let's have it be really loud and let's dance in front of other people right it was kind of fun though did i have a great time yes yeah would i go again maybe not i didn't like that it started at 9 p.m and i didn't get home till 1 a.m yeah like if we're gonna have like a a 30 year olds only event let's have a 30 year old appropriate bedtime <laughs> yeah i mean it just was it sucked because i was just like the youngest person there <laughs> well no actually there were some songs though that like i was not familiar with like me, me neither yeah like i watched the first frozen movie but i didn't watch the second Same. i haven't i'm not up to date on encanto i'm not up to date on i watched encanto i did not watch turning red is that the movie yeah i haven't watched that like also has anyone seen lemonade mouth honestly no even though it kind of looks like it's something that i would like right um debbie ryan coded demi lovato coded it's uh very like by all accounts you should have seen it i should have seen i should have been in it (laughs) i'm i should have been lemonade mouth (laughs) i was gonna be in the video (laughs) it just made like some of the dance numbers like the high school musical choreo is like right. very basic. No, but like the Cheetah Girls. Mm-hmm. Oh my they, god! They were full out dancing. Full out. Like Raven was in heels the whole time. There was no need for them to be doing all that, but they did. Two thousands Raven Simone. Oh outfits, man! Whoever dressed her, it might have been her. Like that's the peak of fashion. No, we need to. I need. I'm putting something on my list so we can talk about it. Okay. On that note, do you want to get into the episode? Let's get started. Hey. hey. 
everybody. My name is Taylor. My name is Kaivon. And welcome back to another episode of No, no Follow-Up follow up questions. questions. The show where we talk about the booms, the bangs, and the blunders of living through your 20s. Yay! Yay. Happy uh, season finale, by the way. Happy season finale. This is a really fun season. This season has been so chaotic. Just chaos. Just the, going the on vibes alone. The last episode I edited... It wouldn't have been the last one. It would have been the one before that. I texted Taylor. I was like, this is this is for ADHD girlies. Uh-huh. We were talking so fast. I think you were so caffeinated. But that episode, I had taken a nap or just come from work or something. Oh. I remember feeling tired. And then mid-episode, the caffeine hitting. Mm-hmm. I don't apologize. I think I'm going to stop drinking alcohol and just start just doing more caffeine. Just doing caffeine. Just doing more caffeine. Like I'm gonna night out, <laughs> chug some coffee. Okay. And dance because I feel a lot better when I'm on caffeine than true. Alcohol is such a drug. delicate, delicate right. like, balance. And being it old is. now, it's like a sniff of wine. Two drinks and I'm yeah. over. Mm-hmm. Or I'm just like tired. I also feel like then smoky weed makes me so anxious, famously. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, I smoked the other day and I I think I went too far. Oh, it was almost scary. rare for you. Rare for me, right? Mm-hmm. It was almost scary because I started to like, I was on the edge of like observing my body from the oh, outside. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing felt real. Thank God I was in my bedroom alone safe. Yeah. Bye-bye. Sometimes I, when I'm, I do start observing myself, but it's usually like a bit, like sometimes there's a positive spin to it. Like the other night, um, so okay, big, big news for my VPR girlies. I don't know if anybody's here from the TikToks. Hey, I'm posting. Yeah, you popped off again, by the way. Popping off, you know. Um, so if anyone's here from my TikToks, hi, we got to keep the VPR hive fed. So, um, <laughs> You know, the the Scandal finale episode finally dropped sure. this past week. Um, and I watched it and it was like, it hit so hard. And it was like so much better than I expected. But there were so many details of it that I wanted to watch it again. And I wanted to get high and I wanted to, to force my boyfriend to watch it. So I sat him down and was like... You sat him down? You like I sat locked him, down him into his was, high chair? No, I was like, <laughs> I need you to focus. <laughs> I need to focus and we need to be high to watch this. I was watching it and like I was noticing the teeniest tiniest details and I felt like I was like there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, Tom Schwartz has a Wisconsin magnet on his fridge. I'm like, why the fuck am I noticing this stuff? And then uh, my boyfriend was like, see how the dog came to sit Not on him adding his lap? To- <laughs> no, he was, he was fueling the delusions. He was like, Lisa Vanderpump's dog came to sit on Ariana's lap, but she won't even come close to Tom. And I was like, you are so right. Then after that, I was like, oh, that was really fun. But then I like started to perceive myself. I like went to the bathroom. I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, no, no, but I was like, am I hot? Oh, like I started to get it a little bit. I was like, (laughs) I kind of get it. (laughs) But then we went to bed. I was like, just laying there and I was like thinking about like, be. so many i was like oh my god like did i file my taxes wrong like am i gonna go to-? like it's just all that kind of stuff damn when i'm high and i'm in bed i sleep peacefully sometimes i have really weird vivid dreams uh-huh. but 
Actually, I always remember my dreams. Do you dream? Um, I do dream. Sometimes I remember. I remember bits and pieces of it, but it's rarely like a concrete narrative. Let me rephrase. I always dream. I don't always remember them. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think I always dream. Some sometimes there are like very vivid dreams that like do tell a story. Mm. Like I'll say it because this is going to be out by the time she's here. But I dreamt that our friend Rosie was going to do an overnight trip from New York, and then I woke up and the next morning she was like, "Hey guys, I'm coming for literally a night." Okay, so we are predict we're back in our predicting the future era. The clairvoyance is is clicked in. <laughs> the clairvoyance is clairvoyanting. <laughs> I think this episode's going to be kind of random, and I'm okay. With random that. chaos. Let's, Let's talk go. about being high and Disney. Let's do the crossover. I have a segue for you. Okay. The, the other day I got high. Same night. Dangerously high. And I was scrolling through TikTok. It's dangerous mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I came across Nick Jonas duetted someone singing. I, just I think I sent it to you so that we could talk about it. But my high brain fully fleshed out. What if the Jonas Brothers did a full musical? Okay, so the TikTok that you're referencing is like some guy mm -hmm. was like, oh, jo Jonas Brothers it's called musical. Joe's Last Words. Joe's Last Words, and it's the year 3000. <laughs> and like sung in a really dramatic ballad it's way. so dramatic. But then Nick Jonas duetted it uh -huh. and was like adding in little commentary and like singing some lines. And I, it made me remember, first of all, that he was in Les Mis. And he was he in was Les Mis? In, he was in like the 25th not 25 or whatever like anniversary concert okay we have and to remember first and foremost the three jonas brothers and the kids. fourth they're all theater kids they're all theater kids nick was on broadway as a kid and mm -hmm. then he was on broadway he was in how to succeed in business without really trying i think and like he's the, acted on the the silver screen as well mm -hmm. the silver so screen. <laughs> so that made me, you know, got some juices, creative juices flowing about the Joe Bros biopic musical. You think it would be about them? Like a like a Michael Jackson, this is it, like a, a full discography musical. That situation. would be cool, like a jukebox musical. I was high enough to like thoroughly enjoy a dramatic retelling of the year 3000. Because <laughs> like Nick the Jones person so playing, me. he's... He like doesn't realize yeah. why he's it's like not ironic. There's that one time where he like learned how to use TikTok and then he posted this video where he's like, I just post made a cake. Hey guys, to I my just house. did a thing. Guys, I just did a thing. <laughs> when he's it's so random. That's the difference between him and Joe, is Joe was doing it ironically and blatantly making fun of his brothers. Right. And Nick okay. is unironically. <laughs> But you, you, meant, you asked me yesterday, you were like, because mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a Joe girl. Now. Now. Who and you're a Joe girl? Yes. But you were like, have you always been a Joe girl? And, and I had to, to be honest. Truth. I wasn't. I was a Nick girl. You were a Nick girl. Growing up. I, I, <laughs> I was holding out hope. <laughs> Kevin was gay. <laughs> And you know what? The fact that he was the only one. It's when he got in, in like engaged. Everyone was like, she's a beard. I don't even know what a beard was. <laughs> you're like, you're right. 
No, because he was the only one who successfully completed the purity ring challenge. <laughs> Where you, you mean put it on and don't get bitches? <laughs> yeah. So funny that they wore purity rings. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And so he waited until marriage and got married to his high school sweetheart or whatever. But then Joe and Nick were like, I don't really want to do this. Like, <laughs> we're fucking famous. Like We're famous. We're rock stars. It's available. And he I got, don't want to get pussy. Like, right. And they got the pussy of the century. Both of 1, them. 1,000%. And now they're like married to super hot wives. And right. it's like, we love it. We love to see it. But I wonder Not if Kevin that. feels a little cheated. <laughs> I'm sure he loves his wife. No, but he was like, um, I thought we all said we weren't getting bitches. <laughs> I thought we were was, all going to do this. I I looked at the three of them. I was like, Kevin needs some love. <laughs> I love that for you. Is, like, is it Nick or Joe? And I'm like, it's Kevin. <laughs> that kind of fits, honestly. With your like, I, mean, I think you've grown out of this like savior complex. But. Mm. To be fair, Joe has always been a tad greasy. Which I of love. the three, greasy was not in back then. You're so right. But like, you're so right. The 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 girlies that loved Joe back then were also into like. <laughs> like I'm dating someone from another school who's three years older than me. That's One, people that liked Joe. Thousand percent. And Nick was like, "I have diabetes." <laughs> <laughs> diabetes. I remember being so concerned about him. Like when he came out with that, it was like a little bit longer. Oh my god! When that came out, I was like, "Nick is literally dying." And I would, I would think about him, and I was like, "I, well, I would I'm lay down my him. own life for Nick Jonas." I would. I'm gonna give him his little insulin. <laughs> I don't know. I'll hold to... his hand while he pricks his finger. Totally. <laughs> if his if his blood sugar gets low, I'll get him some candy. Like I don't <laughs> really know how to take care of someone with diabetes, but I was like, I'm willing to do this for him. And he yeah. also was like such a little theater kid. Yeah. And so was I. So. Yeah. He. Um. I never actually like cared to listen to the, the Jonas Brothers as a kid, and I also don't turn them on regularly. But yeah, there are a few of their songs. That goes so fucking hard for no reason. Exactly. No reason. These little boys from New Jersey were singing their They're from New Jersey. hearts out. Yes. That makes sense. Everybody's from New Jersey. They really put their whole Jonas's they, into yeah. <laughs> um, SOS. Year 3000, uh, burning up. Red dress. That's burning Red dress. up. Red dress. That's me screaming that last night, I think, is what destroyed my vocal cords this morning uh-huh you're 3000 so good camp rock i'm sorry can we talk about camp rock <laughs> i fucking love camp rock yeah you don't have I to also, say more like i just love how they still had all like their personas in the movie too like joe is like the greasy one who's like i'm gonna get bitches kevin was just like they always made him play like the stupidest characters they always there. made fun of him oh he was like kind of a ditzy, mm-hmm. just there to vibe. I love and that. And Nick is kind of like pretentious and like I'm an artist. Only like one Demi of Lovato. us is on Broadway. <laughs> Demi Lovato in that film. All of the haircuts. Uh huh. No All the outfits. No, the I outfits. I remember being bit. obsessed with that like bitchy blonde girl. It's like right. too cool for you. I was the like, shoulder move that she did. Oh. You think you're hot, but I'm but sorry, sorry you're, you're not. not. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> I wanted to like 
I didn't, but I did to be part of like a close friend group like that. Mm. where there's like clearly dynamics and roles that people fit into it's not that fun have you done it being in a clique okay yeah <laughs> i was a floater in school mm. so in like high school i was a floater but in college i was in a clique and i was like oh this is cool and then you're a clique in college yeah what did that the entail? Clique, like eats itself yeah it's never good but you so. get to say like i was part of this which is cool Never, but a click is never as cool as you think it is. Don't be in a click. I'm planning. Don't be in a click. <laughs> okay, speaking of clicks, the Swifty click. Say more. So Taylor Swift is allegedly dating Maddie Healy from the 1975. That sounds awful. Did you know about this? No, but them two together should not be together. Does that make sense? Right. Like the vibes are a little bit weird. So um, Maddie Healy. It scares me a little bit. Like, the ultimate greasy, angsty. And also on the yeah. edge of problematic at all times. Uh-huh. <laughs> so do you guys remember when it was Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn together mm-hmm. forever? And then Phoebe Bridgers was dating Paul Mascow and they were like engaged and it was so wholesome. This is great. This is also on my list. Everything's blown up. Now... Phoebe Bridgers is dating Bo Burnham. And this Bo was confirmed. Burnham. This was confirmed by Keith Urban. That wasn't a confirmation. Kidman. They could have just been sucking face in a tent. What? Are you referring to the video? Yeah, I'm referring to the video that Keith Urban took at Taylor Swift's concert of like them in the little VIP tent. And he likes, you know, kind of circles around in the background. You see Phoebe and Bo making out. You see the back of Phoebe's head and him leaning down. Uh-huh. He could have been like whispering hey you need deodorant they're obviously making out <laughs> you don't make out with your friends no i think not they're usually for real but so, like they were sucking face and like that was confirmation wasn't but, he he was in a long-term relationship and has a kid question mark oh i don't know i don't think he has a kid but he was oh. in a long-term relationship so <laughs> that's tea um but the tea about maddie healy is like i mean I kind of get it. Like immediately after getting out of like a long-term relationship, you just want to like hook up with some like greaseball rocker who is like you can just like go out with and like have fun with. And he's like, it's like, oh, your baby's so beautiful. What is song about you? I feel like she wouldn't risk her. He just seems like a risky choice for Taylor. Right. So her fans are fucking pissed. Right. And there is a campaign <laughs> People are nuts. circulating on the social media. Sure. It's called hashtag speak up now. Isn't and that like Swifties a, like wrote a... an open letter to Taylor Swift. I'm going to read it. Dear Taylor, mm-hmm. as concerned fans, we are writing to express our disappointment regarding recent events. You've been recently seen with and have welcomed to your stage, Maddie Healy the frontman of the 1975. He has been involved in acts and controversies that deeply trouble us. From engaging in racist remarks, making offensive jokes, and admitting to watching degrading pornography in which people of color are being humiliated and assaulted, his actions contribute to the perpetuation of hate, stereotypes, and objectification, which targets and hurts some people from the Jewish, Black, Chinese, Hawaiian, Inuit, LGBTQ plus communities, as well as women. (laughs) 
Sorry, that's actually so funny. Octuple homicide. <laughs> um, while individuals have the right to make their own choices and form relationships, we believe not that you. it is essential. <laughs> not you, man. We believe that it is essential for those in the public eye to take a stand against discrimination and hold themselves and their associates accountable. Your voice holds tremendous power, and right now, your silence is palpable. This silence sends a message of indifference, particular to, particularly to the fans who have supported you. Racism, anti-Semitism, and any form of discrimination have no place in our society. Standing up is so important. And then at the end, the letter goes, change takes time, but we hope to see you actively engaged in this process of personal and social transformation. Let this be the turning point where you become a force for positive change and a catalyst for healing. Sincerely, your fans. I love that they're holding a celebrity accountable. That's great. Wonderful. The organization involved is astounding. Right. But weren't y'all just hyping Mr. Maddie up this whole tour? Wasn't he just the heartthrob like he, two seconds ago? He was. But, but I think now like, that Taylor's involved, it's like, wasn't weren't people losing their mind when she came on stage with him? Yeah. I wonder We believe individuals have the like the ability to choose for themselves. But not you, bitch. Not you, bitch. <laughs> I cannot believe. Also, like, I'm, like, not really thinking in my head that they're going to, like, be together. No. Long term. She's trying to get dicked down by some grease monkey. Which, like, I fully get it. Uh-huh. I fully get it. And I understand what she's doing. True. And also, like, she's, like, when you break up with, like, a long-term partner, like, don't you want to make their, your ex jealous? And so she's like, what famous person do I know who's like the antithesis of my like blonde and actor boyfriend? World's more successful. I mean, she could have chosen anybody. <laughs> so like, I would probably would have done the same thing. Okay, I say fuck safety. I mean, I mean like, I, I hope they're using protection, but <laughs> imagine an alternate universe where. You're, like she finally gets pregnant, but it's Maddie Haley's baby. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't think that she would like need him to co-parent. No. She'd just be like, oh my God, cool, baby. Also, Taylor Swift would abort that baby. Oh, 1,000. She's like, I, have, I gotta finish the heiress tour. <laughs> I got a lot more dates. Got a lot more tour dates. Yeah, like people need oh. I just like think about how crazy it would be if like every time... I dated someone, no matter how <laughs> briefly or long term, a group of people who have never met wrote sure. me an open letter expressing also, how they feel about it. What confirmation do we have that they're even seeing each other? Exactly. They've just been pictured together. together. Imagine if you're accused of dating everyone you're spotted with. Yes. I'm alone a lot of the time. <laughs> They're like, damn, he looks real sad. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the Swifty is like, I'm a Swifty, but I'm not like a Swifty, if you know what okay. I mean. There's levels to this shit. Like, you can't really look to any, like, any celebrity to be a role model. Right. That was, that I think I agree with, but I think if you're going to form a parasocial relationship with mm. somebody, there are better options than others. Yeah. But I think um, the point of celebrity is that, is it not? Mm -hmm. To imagine mm. yourself as a part of their life. Ooh. 
It doesn't seem healthy, but that's what we do. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, I don't like, I, I kind of, I will like be interested Mm -hmm. of course. And I love to talk about this and I love to talk about pop culture, but I'm not like ever emotionally involved to that degree. No. And because you have your feet on the ground. (laughs) I was sad when Phoebe and Paul broke up. Beautiful couple, but beautiful couple. Something wasn't working. And I need to know, I need to know what that is. But oh. it's okay if I don't. Um, I quit coffee. Yes. I got a job. So did you. It's a little different. I'm like <laughs> doing a little part-time gig at the writing center. You're in school. And I'm in school. But you got a big boy salaried job at a Salary. reputable, reputable company. company. And that's all we'll say. But we're in a new era. Taylor and I have been on parallel paths since the beginning of the year. It's kind of scary. Actually. And there's like... I think like a few people are on a parallel path of like, like romantic Mm -hmm. where people have like, we've all started me, you, a couple of my other Mm -hmm. friends have like been on this path and that is weird. It's cool. It is cool. But I'm like, (laughs) I'm almost like. What's funny for like a year and a half, we were like, we need to start like taking our life by the reins and like yeah. doing what we want and having fun. And then now we're like doing it and we're like, this can't be trusted. <laughs> no, I like feel so suspicious all the time. <laughs> no, we're in a, we're in a new era. It just almost doesn't fit the brand. Right. I, the, I said something the other day. I don't even remember what I said. Oh, I got cut off in traffic and I said, I just need a win. <laughs> I need <Yeah>. one. <laughs> I'm like, wait, we're doing fine, actually. Yeah. We have to, like, form new vocabulary. It's just um, very... <laughs> it's kind of just weird to get out of... Like, I, I feel like I have a very negative mindset, honestly. And I mm. interrogate this when I'm in therapy and, like, things are going well. But I'm still, like, experiencing, like, angst and turmoil. Yeah. And when I interrogate it, it's angst and turmoil that I've created. Yeah. Like instead of framing it as like, well, I'm going back to school because like I really want to pursue this new career path. It's going to be way more sustainable. It's going to fit better. I'm going to enjoy it. It's going to be, you know, hard work, but I'm like, I'm doing the damn thing. Right. But in my head, I'm like, I'm going back to grad school because I couldn't, I, you know, I just couldn't hack it in TV. I'm like, I wasn't talented enough to be an actor. So like, I'm having this like quarter life crisis and I'm going back to grad school. Why why is that the narrative? <laughs> because that's the one that begets pity. Right. And we and want like, people to feel to... sorry for us. Why would anyone feel sorry for me? Like I wouldn't feel sorry for me. Well, that's a great point. I'm Maybe fine. I'm projecting, but like I feel like sometimes I might use words that would make my situation seem like like the world is stacked against me. Yeah. Without even realizing why I'm doing it. When like someone in the, in the same situation could be like, this is just my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like not compounding all of the bad things. Right. To get a specific response. It actually sounds super manipulative. <laughs> I mean, I think it's the whole thing where like if you acknowledge like, oh yeah, like everything, like 
not everything, not everything, but like, I'm happy. Like I, mm-hmm. I have great things happening in multiple areas of my life. And mm-hmm. I'm really grateful for that. But I think the second that I feel comfortable in that, I feel like I'm going to get like dropped on my ass. You know, in I feel that the same way. And part of that, I think we kind of have to settle into mm. good things happening to us. Mm-hmm. We have to settle into like the the new I kind of thought in my head, like, as soon as I find someone who likes me, like, that's just it. And I didn't really think beyond that mm-hmm. of, like, because I haven't been in, like, an actual relationship in maybe ever. This is, I feel like, my first adult relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, trying to learn how to be in it and build something with somebody. Sorry, I hit my microphone. Like, build something with somebody. And a lot of the times it's, like, it's really fun and like feels really good but sometimes i have to like intentionally break patterns of behavior which is hard and it's like hard to feel secure Mm. not because of the actions just because the whole scenario is unfamiliar yeah i had this like i spent so long just trying to get a job right Mm -hmm. that once it happened, I was like, this can't be real. Yeah. Like, this can't. <laughs> I couldn't even picture myself having one. Mm-hmm. Because for so long, that just wasn't the truth. Even though it's something that I wanted so far. And it's that same thing. I didn't think past getting yeah. it. Like, what does life look like now that I don't have, have to, to like, scrounge for Do the job. It, like, it comes with both, like, being in a relationship and having a job. They come with obvious benefits, but they're also, yeah. like you didn't picture yourself fully in that because yeah how could you and I think maybe we should just be gentle on ourselves because it takes time I feel like when you've been in one mode of thinking mm-hmm. if you've been in like survival mode mm-hmm. or you have experienced some negative things so you get like in a negative thought pattern or for whatever reason you are mean to yourself like you're not going to be able to like snap out of that immediately like when something good happens right um Let's talk about RuPaul's Architectural Digest. <laughs> the whiplash on these. Did you watch it? Changes. No. You should watch this one. So remember when you and I watched um, Debbie Ryan's mm-hmm. and then Demi Lovato's mm-hmm. and then I watched Sarah Paulson's like Malibu Ugh. bungalow situation. And anytime I watch Arctic- Architectural Digest, the only one that kind of piqued my fancy was probably Emma Chamberlain's house. Oh my God. I was just, I was just thinking about that. It's nice, but it's also kind of weird. Yeah, I feel like it's it has personality. Whereas like Demi Lovato could have been really cool, but she was like, I have this room that I literally never use. It's just there to look at. And that just made me angry. <laughs> right. Like I, I almost feel like the design choices are very exaggerated. It's not mm-hmm. functional. And then with like um, Debbie Ryan and whatever the guy's name is, I never remember his name. The drummer from Twenty One Pilots. Oh, Twenty One. Hey, <laughs> feminism. Debbie Ryan's. Uh, Debbie husband. Ryan and her man. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just felt like kids who were given a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. They're like, I want a treehouse themed room. I oh. mean, if you live in Ohio and can afford the property, I mean, they're like, we ha- we need to be around people from our own culture. So, what I, is RuPaul's like? I'm I, excited to watch it. My comment on every other. One of those is like, you guys are rich, you have so much money, mm. but none of these are weird enough. R- 
none of them have any personality to speak of. Ooh. Like, I think Debbie Ryan was close and that they had all those cool murals everywhere. Mm-hmm. But it was also just kind of tacky, but not in a Yeah, good it was way. tacky. And then I loved that Demi Lovato had, like, she emphasized a lot of the artists in the video she like really Mm -hmm. shouted them out which i really loved but you could tell she just hired someone to design her house for her yeah not that rupaul didn't but his was it was like so nicely weird Mm, i was so excited he has a room that is he calls it like his disco room there's like 26 huge disco balls hanging from the ceiling or something like that and it's just like a place to like have people over to have cocktails he has a basement that is just his drag. Wow. It's like, it's so I, like chic in like a, like mm. shiny and like opulent kind of way. Uh-huh. And there's is, like. Cohesive yes. throughout the rooms. His his favorite color is orange. Mm. So you'll see a lot of orange and then you see a lot of black and white. There's a lot of black and white stripes throughout the house. Mm. So it's just like. I like that. And then at the end, he went on this long rant about like loving life and i'm like you okay turtle man you show off right now <laughs> ripple just achieved all of his dreams including fracking <laughs> the fracking but, <laughs> the, uh, um but i like i like when something is like weird but functional like you can right. like it has a purpose because i think like with the debbie ryan with the demi lovato level of weirdness like i don't really see like you know they're like oh me and my friends love to stand around the, in the kitchen and cook mm-hmm. together. I'm like, like you have never cooked in your life. It's like, cook. like oh, this room. Like me and my we, we all hang out in here. I'm like, no, you fucking don't. Mm-hmm. No, you fucking don't. Rue showed. He was like showing us his breakfast nook, right? Uh-huh. This is really nicely decorated house, and you could tell it was staged. But he was like, sometimes we clear all this shit out and play cards on the table. He sh- he like does. Every, you could tell everything had a purpose, which is yeah. cool. And it was weird. You could tell a drag queen lived there. Mm-hmm. Drag queen? <laughs> Dra- <laughs> I am the queen of drag. I'm excited to watch Ruse. Yeah, watch it and then give me your feedback. Yeah. Speaking of style and personality, I'm going to jump ship. Okay. What the fuck are we going to wear to Renaissance? I, I honestly can't even think about that. I, stressing me out. <laughs> I, I keep seeing these TikToks where it's people like... Um, making dinner or whatever and they're like me when i'm like you know eating chicken nuggets but then i realized beyonce is like chewing up an almond really good to prepare for the <laughs> renaissance tour me on my way out of the gym and i realized beyonce wouldn't have left this early so i get yeah. the treadmill beyonce has another three hours <laughs> i see people uh, like turning it out and i'm like i could be really basic and go buy a disco cowboy hat that's boring Either I'm going to show up in jeans or I'm going to go all the all the way out. That's like, talking about Eras Tour as well, because I'm going to Eras Tour true. in August. Oh, okay. And it's like people are going all out, but I don't know. I also have heard that it's like, I don't know if Renaissance is like this, but like I've heard Eras is like a, like a marathon. It's like Taylor Swift set alone is like three hours. How long? Who Plus else opener. Okay. Plus two openers. I've seen Beyonce twice. They were mm-hmm. no shorter than two hours each time. So it's like, I, I don't want to be wearing uncomfortable shoes. Right. I want to be, I mean, we'll be warm. It's in September. 
but like mm-hmm. I could be naked that'd be fine mm-hmm. but like yeah you gotta dress for comfort and to be seen because yeah. you're gonna be standing too I but I like don't want to be I don't know I I'm just like I don't even I don't even have any ideas well we'll have a brainstorming session it's on my mind <laughs> I gotta start bedazzling shit now <laughs> if you're smart you could wear one outfit to both yes <gasps> you're smart about it they're both shiny. They're both shiny. Glitter the like, house. How do I lose 30 pounds in Don't three months to prepare? Just wear that Target tent dress. <laughs> uh, uh, me who's showing up to the Renaissance for my live off lesbian embroidered <laughs> tee. I love that. That looked like a like a just like a fringe, shiny fringe shirt over it. Mm-hmm. You're done. Taylor was a little lesbian, right? She has a couple songs where she's like, I'm an ally. She gives off lesbian vibes. That's Not what a lot of people are saying, but I like don't agree. And I think everybody's gay, but I think Taylor Swift is like the straightest person. <laughs> and That's so I, insulting. <laughs> I think everyone's gay, but insulting? not Taylor Swift. What's wrong with being the straight, straight is huh? derogatory. Straight. If you're not a oh, little bit gay, side eye. I just don't think she's giving queer woman at all. Okay. She doesn't have to. That's what I think. That's what I think. Um, she has enough lesbians in her crowd to like yeah, hold it down. To even it out. Yeah. Um, let's finish off with uh this last thing about fashion, unless you had something else. Okay, I have I have something after that. Okay. Um I watched a TikTok about how fashion eras are coming back, right? Mm. And so in like what eras? So like, I want to say like 2019, the the era was the 80s. And then oh, 2020, yeah. it went to the 90s. And then mm-hmm. in 2021, it was mid 90s with like grunge and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then you went to 2000s in like 2022, mm-hmm. which means coming up in the next year is 2010s. <laughs> oh my God, I literally can't. <laughs> with Uggs and the midi dresses and stuff like that. People, there's like those little like... um. They're like kind of like shorter Uggs mm-hmm. that are like sold out. Like people are wearing Uggs again. Uggs have been real. back. Uggs have been back. And because mm-hmm. well, Uggs were in the 2000s. Yes. They were out by 2010. But I'm like, I don't even think we're far enough removed from that. Like it's we too can't fast. pick a different decade to we can't give it some time to, to air out. Like. <laughs> also, I love that all the decades are like 70s through present. Let's bring it back to the 1800s. <laughs> Let's bring it back to 1910. Do you want to wear like frocks and and like knee high socks and a corset? Actually, kind of. Because I was in this play in college. My mm-hmm. well, in like a senior year of college specifically. I'm thinking about when I was in the Cider House Rules. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a book? Mm-hmm. It was a book, and then it's like a movie, and it's a play. But the fun thing about being in theater school is you get to try out a lot of different looks. <laughs> sexualities. And, <laughs> and sexualities. And I honestly think I was like, it was like, this. there's one dress that I had in the show that was like, it was kind of like a 30s kind of like sh- shirt dress or shift dress or whatever. It had like okay. a little collar. Little Cute. sleeves. 
the the waist was really snatched and it came down to like my knee. What and did was the, like, the skirt itself do? It wasn't, it was just kind of like, like a, it's not like a A-line. poodle situation. It right? wasn't a puff skirt. It was just more okay. like kind of a straight down. And I was like, this looks good on my body shape. Like what? And then whenever we do like the little like 1800, when I was in great expectations, my junior. Also a book? Question mark. Also a book. Did okay. a lot of that shit in college, okay. but I had a corset. <clears throat> Excuse me. A puffy skirt okay. and my my little like curly hair. And I was like, this is like working for me. I don't know if like my, I guess my body type and vibe, mm-hmm. not necessarily in cohesion with the like 2000s looks. It like might be it, with the 2010s though. No. Imagine what girlies were wearing to the acapella performances. The pencil skirts, the pencil business skirts. casual shirt, the no, statement the necklaces. musical choir, yeah. With, we can lose the statement necklaces. Although, if people are going to bring back something from the 2010s, statement necklaces are coming back. I guarantee it. Ugh. Those big, chunky necklaces, they're coming back. No. I'm already seeing them on runways. I just won't participate. <laughs> if somebody tried to make me wear low-rise jeans... No one's going to force you to. I will... Wait, do you know, remember like, like early to mid pandemic when Mm -hmm. there was that trend of like um, Republicans doing like fan cams about how they were like going to get forced to get the vaccine and like, I will not get the vaccine. And then in the skit, they're like, oh, you understand if you don't get the vaccine, like you will be shot. And they're like, I don't care. I love Jesus. And they like imagine this scenario in which they're like martyrs for refusing to take the vaccine that's how i feel about low-rise jeans i'm like i'm like i will i will not wear the low-rise jeans i will not wear them and this then sounds the, like your next tiktok idea the gen z that would actually be so funny um and then the gen z like fashion police are like you understand if you do not wear the low-rise jeans like you will be shot and i'm like i don't care i would stand up for what i believe in there's no fashion in the 2010s that I'm scared of for me. Because Men's you have a fashion good body. Shut doesn't the fuck change. Up. What do you doesn't matter what I look like. Men's fashion doesn't change. Yeah. What were men wearing back then? Anything memorable? No. Exactly. So what are you gonna do? How are you gonna participate in the trend? I already don't want to dress like men dress. It's really boring. I don't know what that looks like for me yet. We'll see. We'll see. When that spending budget comes online, when that that clothing stipend hits the bank account next month, next month you're allowed to spend. How's your no spend? Oh yeah, I'm doing month going. My no buy for May. Um, good. Last night was a little hard. Like I would yeah. have loved to have a drink in my hand, mm-hmm. but there were certain points where I was like fine, and at certain points where I wasn't. Do you remember the mix, mashup between Britney Spears' "Toxic" and <laughs> Zac Efron on the? <laughs> Yeah, bet on it. Why did that work so well? Why did they play the whole song? That's at me. Zach Efron put his whole zussy (laughs) into that performance. He's running, he's jumping, he's leaping, he's doing a barrel turn. I'm not gonna stop. Not gonna stop the ground. Yeah. Splashing that water. Whoever was in the effects room when they did that reflection was either working overtime or needs to be shot. (laughs) They need to be put in the Hall of Fame. 
after being There's, put down. <laughs> I just cinema will never be the same. It was campy. Um, so you're not spending money, and that's fine. I'm not spending easy. money. Um, yes and no. Like I've been just working and like living life and not oh. being invited to shit. Right. <laughs> but then there are some times where like my friends wanted to go on a day trip to go take pictures. I said, "Hey, let's do it somewhere in LA, so I don't have to like spend money on food and whatnot." Um, it's been kind of hard. Mm-hmm. There are days where like I forgot to bring lunch to work. So I just like you just didn't eat ate my feelings. <laughs> you are like so disciplined. See, that's the thing. Like, would you have caved? One thousand percent. It's weird. If in that scenario, I would have caved. And I also, am the like, most like hardcore about rules that I set for myself. Yeah. If someone is like, "Here's rules you need to follow them," I might question them a little more than if I set my own rules. When I set my own rules, like I fight back with myself. I'm like. <laughs> Why did you set that? Wasn't it you that wanted to do a 75 hard? No. That's the it thing. Was. It's like, I have you on the air saying that. On the air. <laughs> on the air. But then it's like when it comes to my like day-to-day life, mm-hmm. I'm not willing to like make any drastic lifestyle changes. If it's like I got home late from school, am I really gonna like do I need that extra hours of hours of sleep or do I need to get up and do my like two workouts a day? And like, if I am going out to dinner. That's the difference between you and us. I would absolutely stay up and lose sleep. Fulfill that commitment. And I know I'm going to feel like shit if I don't get the sleep. And it's like, am I going to tell all my friends? Am I going to tell my boyfriend? Like I I actually can't go out to dinner. Yeah. I have to sit here and, and not eat or eat something that I made. I mean, but like I went out with you guys yesterday and didn't buy anything. Mm-hmm. Like no, there wasn't like, in between. I'm talking about the 75 hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, you could enjoy, damn. Maybe the way I did it was I just went from eating meat to not eating meat. That was mm. my diet. But like I also wasn't eating out anyway because it was the pandemic. Right. So. Like there are some lifestyle things that I'm just like, it's also not. It's a huge consideration. My thing is, if you prepare for any commitment properly, yeah. it's easy. So, like, I set my own rules for this no buy. Mm-hmm. And I, I made sure, like, I'm going to have my necessities. But, like, any frivolous spending, I don't actually need it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, mentally I was prepared to say no to certain shit. Like, I had a criteria for myself. I think I might have to do a no buy after. <laughs> no buy out of necessity. <laughs> After um, moving into a new place, because I have to buy shit. Mm-hmm. But then maybe after that, we can buy. We can start DIYing shit. <laughs> DIY a couch. Um, I have a final thought. Please. To end our little podcast on the season. So I'm learning about like different schools of thought, different like therapy techniques and styles. Okay. And I'm learning about gestalt therapy right now. And okay. there's something that's really interesting in the chapter that I read called the paradoxical theory of change. Before you say that, can you define gestalt therapy? I can try. So it's okay. like a um it's it's a it's a kind of school of thought focused on like the present moment. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're trying to instead of like 
focusing on like so much like on the past like Freud would like what happened in your childhood it's like what happening what's happening right now like what are you doing right now and also like what actions are you taking in the moment like mm-hmm. what experience are you having of your feelings it's like not you don't try to like intellectualize your feelings you like try you to like for what it is and bring a sense of immediacy to like how okay. you're um experiencing it that's like the okay. most basic basic way but so say the it's the paradox of what the paradoxical theory of change is okay. that authentic change happens when you try more occurs more from trying to be who you really are than trying to be who you're not so like you're going to change more and you're going to change more sustainably and authentically mm. if you try to move who f- towards who you are than if you try to like pick a point outside of yourself and move towards that. I feel like a lot of people put on these characters of people they're not mm. almost in an effort to see if that's who they could be. If that makes sense. Yeah. There's like, like I'm experimentation. Gonna, I'm going to try to be someone that like is a down ass bitch and loves to like I don't know, go out and say yes mm-hmm. to things and eat and like try new experiences, even though I really would rather be at home. Right. Mm-hmm. But part of me wants to be a down ass bitch and say mm-hmm. yes to everything. So like, I'm going to, does that make sense? I'm going to yeah. see if this sticks. Cause I honestly think that how else are you supposed to figure out who you are? Right. But if you try, like if you we're going to do a challenge where you're like, every time somebody invites me out, I'm going to say yes. And you try that for a while. And then you realize by the end, like, this doesn't feel good. Like, I actually would rather, like, pick and choose what I say yes to so I can right. preserve my energy. Then you would have to take that information to heart instead of, like, forcing yourself to continue mm-hmm. to say yes to everything, even though you know that it doesn't work for you. Hmm. I think your statement is true, period, I, in theory. All I know mm-hmm. is that, like, as I've gotten older, I've come into my own, like, understanding of myself more. Mm. And the more I give into that, the happier I feel. Yeah. Which is probably the biggest change in my life. I can think about, like, coming out, for an example. Mm-hmm. I didn't come out until I was, like, 24 or something like that. And every year, I just get a little more gay. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I get more happy. Oh. But that is, for 24 years, I was denying that yeah. exploration, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah, think I think that's, that? it is like very, the, this like little definition is very like pithy and it sounds good. But I mm-hmm. think it's like, how do you put that into practice? And like, what's an example of that? I think that's like a perfect. I'm also like I'm wondering like the more I think about that statement the more I'm like duh yeah like we've all been trained to to or maybe not trained but conditioned in a way to not be ourselves yeah conform to what we see around us or like become the the ideal or that like aspiration like an Mm -hmm. aspirational way of being is like getting rid of parts of yourself almost or like Mm. or or like I want to be the type of person who like gets up really early every morning to work out before work. This is like, I knew you were going to say something like that. I just watched a video on 
how being a morning person versus a night person is like biological. Yeah. How and it's like, like I've coded in your genes. I know I'm a night person. Right. I always have been like, so you waking up to do a, like a cute girly morning routine is literally you fighting against who you are. <laughs> and it's going to make me feel, feel physically right. bad. And also I think that there's a way to do that with like your personality too. Like mm-hmm. I have noticed this where like, there's all this like, um, like dating lingo and theorizing from mm-hmm people that like you can't like don't let them know that you like them don't be like don't chase them let them chase you be aloof be distant Mm -hmm. be like a prize that they win and I've tried to do that before but it's just like I'm a very like warm person and Mm -hmm. I and I have people without putting your heart yeah, like I, I put my emotions and my heart on the line. Like that's how I connect with people. Libra. And so like very Libra ass bitch. Like I'm very present when right. I'm with people, especially like in a romantic setting. So like, but the more I think like you have to think that that's okay. Mm. I'm not the aloof bitch who people can like chase. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just here. And if you want me you want me if you don't you don't but like i can't change who i am and the more that i keep like trying to squish myself into a box that i don't fit in the less of myself like the more stuck i am so like, you, you don't can love only me really at make... my warm fuzzy yeah you don't deserve me at my real ass bitch but you can only but like you can only make progress and move forward if you like go in the direction of like what your personality is that's the theory of it anyway i don't know if it holds up every single instance ever I'm, i mean i can't think of one where it wouldn't in the in the long run mm. on a person's scale just like the difference between now and 10 years from now i'm only going to be a different person more towards who i am for real yeah because like, it's almost so like that goes back to like can people change at all I personally yeah. think they can. Yeah. <clears throat> That's also something that I'm I'm like learning in different theories is like some models have this more fixed view of personality where yeah. like your personality is basically like formed when you're a kid and then you just have to like your your adulthood is like dealing with it. And some people like some theories think you can actually like change as a human being throughout your life and there are like different ways in which you can do that whether it's like through sheer willpower whether it is like through figuring out who you authentically are and following that or if it's like kind of having an existential goal Mm -hmm. that's outside of yourself and then you like go towards that like it's very interesting and I just wanted to share that one because I felt like it resonated with me personally so well thanks for sharing yeah thank you guys so much for coming on this journey with us throughout this season we're gonna take a little bit of a break next week but then we'll be back with season 12 damn um but yeah we drop new episodes on tuesdays follow us on spotify apple podcasts wherever podcasts are sold and make sure to give us a 
big fat five star rating and review. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok, both at NoFolksPod. We have a website, NoFolksPod.com, and an email address, NoFolksPod at gmail.com. You can send us topic suggestions, questions, concerns. Um, what your favorite Disney Channel song is? Mm. And why is it Bob to the Top from High School Musical? Um, but yeah, <laughs> share this with a friend. Share this with a friend. And go back and check out past episodes. Yep. They're all a hoot and a holler. A hoot and a holler. So. It's a pleasure to have you with us. I think that's everything. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, uh, no, I don't think I have any follow-up questions. I don't think I have any follow-up questions either. Bye. Bye.